Hi, I'm Dennis. Welcome back once again to the Serious Shift Blogcast. Is it ever nice to have your attention today? Wherever you are, I hope you're good. Here's my question for today. Do you love it or do you love it enough? Love what? Your idea that everybody else is going to love. That's it. Do you love your idea enough? The, the very idea that you know everybody else is going to love too. And this idea has something to do not with what you do, but how you do it. How you, if you will, interpret the need for your offering. I want to use three examples and then myself. Example number one, Howard Schultz and Starbucks. The reason Starbucks became Starbucks wasn't because Howard Schultz got really excited thinking about all the people who would be willing to pay a premium price for a cup of coffee. Okay. The reason Starbucks became Starbucks wasn't because Howard Schultz spent all time, all kinds of time just dreaming about how easy it would be to charge a premium for a price of coffee when all he really has to do is give us a nice environment. You know, ha <laughs> ha these suckers, this is all I'll have to do. That's not at all why Starbucks became Starbucks. The idea that Howard Schultz was in love with and knew we would be in love with was the idea of being the third place, was creating an environment that offered connection and consistency and community. And the reason that Starbucks succeeded is they would just fixate on how fantastic and in love with that idea they were and how great it would be for everybody else who would also be in love with the same idea. How great that moment would be when they learned about Starbucks, when they had their first experience. Starbucks was all about making people fall in love with them and realizing, oh my goodness, it's here and it's not going away and I'm coming back. That's why Starbucks worked. Tony Hirsch is a hero of mine. Zappos. Zappos became Zappos not because Tony Hirsch daydreamed about making millions of dollars selling shoes online. I mean, who daydreams about that? What he was really excited about, what he told everybody about was this. He said, I am super excited. I'm going to create a business where the culture is so outrageously client service centered and employee centered that everybody who works here is going to love working here and they're going to love looking after the clients and the clients are going to feel it. And Zappos is going to succeed, not because we sell shoes online, but because we want to create something special about caring for other people. End of story. That's what Tony was in love with and that was the idea he knew that everybody else was going to love too. Bert and John Jacobs, they own Life is Good, which as I say in all my talks. Life is good is not a t-shirt company. Life is good is an optimist optimism distribution company. Okay, they exist to spread their life philosophy that life is good. The full um, expression is life isn't fair and life isn't easy, but life is good. And they spread optimism. And what got them excited wasn't the idea of becoming millionaires. Again, it was the idea of connecting other people who share their world view. That was the idea they loved enough to sustain them while their business grabbed a hold and took root and flourished. And the last is me. I'm in love with an idea. And my idea is happiness. And my idea is running a business that not that supports your life and serves you and allows you to connect and make a meaningful difference in the lives of other people. 
I fell in the uh, in love with the idea of businesses that guide transformations of their customers. I fell in love with this idea that whatever business you were talking about, their value was not actually the offering. It was who they helped the customer become. That's the idea that I've been in love with for 20, more than 20 years. That idea, the idea I love, that my work has meaning, that your work has meaning, and the purpose of said work is to change somebody for the better. That's the idea I've always loved and that's the idea I knew everybody else was, was gonna love. All they had to do was hear it. So what's gonna sustain you? What's gonna sustain you isn't action and activity and a few hits here and there as people start to hear your idea. No, no, no. The only thing that will sustain you is your love of your idea. Do you love it or not? And do you love it enough? When I meet somebody after I speak or what have you and they say, you know, how can you help me? How can you, Dennis, this is really great. How can you help me? I'll say, okay, well, why you? And oftentimes it catches them, you know, off guard and they think that I'm saying, why you? Why should I work with you? Why should I help you? But that's not what I'm asking. What I'm asking is why you? Why do people choose you? And it's amazing how many people stumble through that answer. Oh boy, I guess it's this, okay? Figure that out, why they chose you. If you figure that out, most of your other problems are gonna go away, okay? Stay in love with that idea about how you do what you do and why it's so necessary. As I have done, as Howard did, as Tony has done, as the Life is Good boys have done, and as so many other businesses have done, right? Steve Jobs, etc. We didn't invent a computer. We just turned, we just wanted to invent something that would excite us. What's the idea? And are you in love with it enough? And if you're not, maybe you need a different idea. Okay, my friends, as always, thank you very much for tuning in. I look forward to seeing you again. Be well, okay? Take care.